Ladies and gentlemen, is the decades-long Sydney institution that puts sport front and centre. Oh, right. In 2023, absolutely brilliant. Here comes the ready now. This motley crew are taking another lap around the park. Figuratively. They're not doing any more cardio than they need to these days. Would you put your hands together? Iron Woman, Candace Warner, Racing Royalty, Richard Friedman, and a self-proclaimed former soccer prodigy, Brendan Anakin. And here we go. It's the port of call for all the big names from every code. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. So welcome back. I'm in a ripping mood. I am. What about you, Candice? You seem like you're in a good mood. I'm in a great mood. Wonderful. Me too. Ah, are you? Are you, Richard? Well, where yeah. do you find yourself? Why, why are you two picking on me? I'm not picking I'm on you. I'm in a great mood. Now, now not so much. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, no, we're going to have a fun show. Plenty yeah. uh, to come. Isaiah Yo, a Panthers co-captain, joining us. Isaiah He's Yo a is a great man. A great man. He's That's fantastic. What about his performance last oh. night, though? Oh, most 210 meters. meters. Yeah. That was an electric watch for me. You know I'm a big Panthers fan. I was up and about. I'm no, going to no, thank him for his service no, very don't, shortly. Don't, don't say that. Don't do it. Don't no, do don't it. Don't say you're a Panthers fan. You we, don't. We you, know what you are. You're a, a flipper is what you're going to say. You're <laughs> you a are flipper. A flipper. Yeah, I know. It's, I'm supporting the Dolphins as a franchise in their first year uh, in the competition but in my heart of hearts, I'm a Panthers oh, fan, and you know that, Candice. I know, but you know, the Panthers were good, but how bad were the Roosters or have the Roosters been over the past two weeks? Mm. It's not up to Roosters' standard. I know a few blokes will be looking at that saying, we're, play, we're tipping money in here, sponsorships, mm. we, we expect a bit better than that. We're going to touch on that a little bit later. We're going to get your thoughts on uh, what you thought of Anthony Albanese, our Prime Minister, wearing South Socks to the King's coronation. Loved it. Bit of fun. I don't know if you loved it. You look like you didn't love it. No. <laughs> He's just jealous he doesn't own a pair of the socks. Really? You think? Yeah, I do. I do. I think you do think I that. do. Before we move on, I want to get your thoughts on this. You would have seen splashed all over the pages uh, of, of newspapers right around Sydney. Uh, the Blue Wiggle commenting on buying the Balmain Tigers if he won the Italian lottery, which is a very specific <laughs> pipe dream. Very specific pipe dream. <laughs> if he won the Italian lottery. Yeah, $250 million apparently. Right. Um, what, the Aussie lottery? No well, it's not enough money. Not enough money to buy the Balmain Tigers. How much would it cost to buy the Balmain Tigers? I read about 20 Depends. It wouldn't be that much. Uh, <laughs> I read I read 20. Depends when you ask. After a couple of wins, could be 20. After a couple of losses, could be, you know, one. 10. So it's a bit of fun, right? Yeah. Did you think it was a bit of fun? I read right. it. I was like, oh, he's no, had I a... thought he was serious. Are you serious? Yeah, well, the man wears, you know, a blue skivvy for a living. <laughs> you got to take those blue skivvies seriously. <laughs> just, you just got to take, you know, he could say anything. Overnight, uh, the Balmain Tigers have issued a press release. Balmain Tigers Rugby League wishes to reaffirm its steadfast support for West Tigers. Da, 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 da. This, is the, this is the line I didn't like. Recent comments by children's entertainer and longtime fan <laughs> Anthony Field are fanciful and unrealistic. See, I think that was, you know, quite condescending what they said there. Right? <laughs> children's 
entertainer. Children's entertainer. I'm entertained every day by the Wiggles. I, I know. watch them every day and I love them and I can sing probably every single song. So I'm offended by that. I'm offended by I'm, that. I'm offended. Ah, no, I'm suitably sort of amused by yeah, it. Yeah, but that's a real back in your box sort of sort of line, isn't well, it? Well, you know, I think you're right. Like I said, I've got to win the Italian lottery to do it. He'd had a couple of beers. A couple of beers. It's a pipe dream. Leave him alone. He seems like a nice fella. He's a great fella. Anthony Wiggle. At least they got some positive exposure for a change. Who, the Wiggles? Who, the Wiggles? No, they're doing all right. No, the Wiggles, (laughs) the Tigers. (laughs) I mean, that's right. Someone Uh, wants to buy them. Hey, they're looking for three on the bounce this weekend. It's not going to happen. No, I don't think it is. I'll be out there. Don't worry. I'll make sure it doesn't happen. (laughs) You can hear that game on the listener app as well, uh, Triple M calling it. Panthers co-captain Isaiah Yo joining us right after you two, and we're better for it. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. It was an absolute demolition job last night, Blue Bet Stadium. The Panthers dismantling the Roosters 48-4. to uh, This man ran for 210 metres, 28 tackles for good measure. Uh, thank you for that performance and thank you for your service. I thank all our Panthers <laughs> players oh, for their stop service. Up uh, to here. Isaiah stop. Yo, good morning, my friend. Good morning. Thank you for having me. No worries. Uh, probably the most complete performance um, for the Panthers this year. What do you put that down to? Yeah, it definitely was. I think it was, um, I guess, you're sort of searching for those games, and we certainly have those 80 minute performances. But um, look, I thought the preparation was really good, and I feel like it's sort of been coming. I, everything it sort of hasn't been perfect this season, but I feel like we're in every game. Um, we're obviously trying to evolve our attack at the moment. We've obviously lost some key members last year, so that's sort of a work in progress. But yeah, you know, just one of those nights where everything sort of fell into place. It was, mm. um, I thought a lot of people stood up. Um, obviously, uh, Romy there, Jerome Luai was outstanding for us. That was his best game of the season. Under some pressure, obviously, with all the talk around Origin. And then Scotty Sorensen there as well as sort of uh, one of our unheralded um, players there. He, he was outstanding. So it was just one of those games where everyone did their job. And then that allowed a few of our stars to really shine. Isaiah, around eight and nine were back-to-back losses um, to the Bunnies and, of course, the Tigers, both close games. What did you take out of those, uh, I suppose, losses and then work on? Yeah, well, we were pretty happy with our, with our game against South. It was, mm. um, that was when they scored pretty much with about a minute to go there when we felt like we probably were in control of the game. So it was disappointing. And then uh, the Tigers game was yeah, it was probably one of the dumbest performances <laughs> we've played. It felt like they, just, they handled the wet weather so much better than what we did. Uh, I feel like we are still gave ourselves a chance, even though we, we were the, definitely the worst side in that game. But look, it just feels like we've got confidence that we're always in the fight and we're, we're always building. Um, and we're a hard team to beat. And I feel like when you're doing that, you're going to get good results at some point. And um, it was probably the first time we'd gone back-to-back losses there for a few years. So I thought the way we've sort of handled that since, it was, um, it's was it been really pleasing. Isaiah, the number of run metres last night for you, you must have thought you're playing in the centre in an AFL team or something because <laughs> it's just, it's right up there. But what... What, do you know you're going to do that b- before you go out, or is it you, is it just some sort of does it just you know happen upon you while you're out there? No, I, I feel like it was a bit of how the game was going as well. I wasn't able to do as much tackling, which was nice. Um, that obviously makes you pretty tired. But no, it was just what we were seeing in um, in attack. Obviously, um, I'm trying to run first, um, but then obviously off the back of that, um, I'm trying to play with space and, and sort of let my passing game help that. So. Um, yeah, look, we had a sort of um, a plan to sort of work the middles over a little bit. And then I guess because we did that, it sort of opened up a little bit of space for us. So um, I was fortunate enough to sort of be on the receiving end of that a few times. But 
nah, look, there's not, there's not, you're not going in with a plan, but I was fortunate enough to obviously have a little bit of uh, success there. Are you going to move into the halves? <clears throat> Sorry, are you going to move into the halves because uh, you get to keep your kicking license for another week? <laughs> yeah, that, that was but, what about um, that? Talk us through that. I'm glad. I'm glad we noticed that. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you seem surprised. <laughs> yes, I was. Yeah. It was um, I deserved a spray if it didn't work from all my teammates because uh, you don't see forwards kicking very often. Uh, it was just one of those ones where I went through sort of options A to Z and that was sort of my last did you sort of strut around after it going, yeah, you see, I can do it all. I can do it Not all. Not that hard. No, I had all my teammates humbling me about how bad the kick looks. So, uh, <laughs> hey, if it works, it works, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly right. Results, it's the results-driven league and uh, I'll take it. Now, <laughs> moving on say to... to them, say, you try and kick a ball like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> moving on to next week's game, you've got a Thursday night game away against the Broncos. So currently uh, the Broncos first, you guys are second. How are you going to contain them? Yeah, it's obviously we want to get our game on. So, look, we'll be worrying about ourselves. Um, they're obviously the benchmark of the competition, and, and rightly so. It's their team. There's no real weakness there. Their, their forward pack is extremely powerful. They're all extremely fit in there. And then off, obviously off the back of that, they've got some incredible halves and some real strike on, um, in the centres and wings. So we're going to have our work cut out for us, no doubt. But, um, yeah, we're, just, we're obviously just trying to fix some things on our end. It hasn't been perfect this year. So um, we're trying to evolve little areas of our game and get better at it. So... I feel like we've done that all year. We're just, we're just focused on ourselves and um, respect the opposition as much as we can with our preparation. But, um, yes, yeah, it's just a matter of making sure we're playing our best football. So we'll need to do that. So obviously, they're playing really well, particularly up at Suncorp there. So I'm uh, looking forward to it. How much do you guys l- look in advance? Is it, Are you trying to build into the year or is that minor premiership a big goal of yours? No, it's sort of never a goal, the minor premiership. It's sort of you you, you end up where you deserve, I feel like, and we've mm. been lucky enough yeah. to have some success over the last few years sort of in regards to that. But look, at the moment, the, the, the competition in, it, in itself is just so incredibly tight. So I think leading into this game, I think there was about seven or eight teams on 12 points. So look, it's just one of those things where there's probably going to be someone sort of sneak away with it at the end. But um, yeah, look, we're just trying to, yeah, like I said, we're just trying to evolve in our game. It, it hasn't been perfect this year for us. Um, I thought, I think defensively we've been really good, but yeah. Um, yeah, just our attack sort of, it, it's been a little bit clunky. So we're just trying to adjust to one another, adjust to new personnel that are playing there. Um, so, yeah, that, that's definitely not something we're looking at, but obviously it'd be nice to. Worked okay last night. Yeah, mate. It was close <laughs> to yeah, perfect last, last night. Last I, think, I think it was clicking. Last night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Panthers co-captain Isaiah Yo, thank you for your time this morning. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Have a good weekend. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. Yeah, that's right. Jack Bird has apologised to St. George Illawarra fans for disparaging them uh, while trying to support embattled coach Anthony Griffin. You would have caught this during the week. Uh, Did you hear what he said? This is what he said initially. So he has apologised since, and and we'll get to that in a sec, but this is what he initially said. Don't really know too much about about footy, I don't think. They don't make the decisions, I don't think. Like, fans are good for the game and stuff like that, but it comes to, to a point where, you know, you can't cop so much criticism, I, I guess, over, you know, the, the players and, and the coaching staff. See, I wouldn't apologise for that. You wouldn't? Nah. Nah. I thought it was pretty bad. Why? With the position they're in. What? To say the fans know nothing. The fans no, are the ones who... said the fans don't make the decisions. They don't. Yeah, I understand that. But he also said they know nothing. And yeah. I know it's, it's... He came out and said, it's not what I meant. 
I just want to clarify that it came out the wrong way. No um, way. I'll apologise for that. Yeah, but how offensive to I the fans. I might double down on it. You would. <laughs> for the p- fans who pay money to turn up each week to buy the merchandise, to support them, to basically... No one holds a gun at their head. <laughs> it just shows a real lack of thought. It does. And preparation. Which Did you hear the, the bonding session story? No. In the week? So they lost to the Tigers. Let's go have a drink in-house. Nothing wrong with that. Absolutely fine. I think it was the Gold Coast Hotel they no. went to. Okay. No one had organised it properly, so they started drinking in a, a section of the pub where they could all fit, and they're like, what are you doing? You can't drink here. And they're like, well, okay. Um, and then, okay, well, with the coaching staff, you go to one room, and the players, you go to another room, which, you know, is not a bonding session. <laughs> that's, no. That's certainly a fractured bonding session. It's just no thought, no preparation. It must be frustrating for fans. And then to be told you know nothing yeah, it just it goes to show the pressure that they must be under. Clearly, mm. you know, it w- <laughs> he has apologised. It's not what he meant, but it doesn't leave a very good taste in the supporter's mouth. That's well, for sure. Well said. Uh, this is a bit of fun for most people. <laughs> Still not apologising. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun for most people. PM Anthony Albanese has shown his undying support for the South Sydney Rabbitohs by donning a pair of the team socks to the coronation of King Charles. The event, the event of the calendar year, and he's repping the bunnies. you got to love that, Candice. I love it. It just goes to show he's a man of the people, and it's whenever you watch a sporting event, it's always that random South jersey that you see in the crowd, and why not wear your Rabbitoh socks to the coronation? You know what it says to me? What does it say? Lightweight. What do you mean? Uh, Because if you're going to go to something serious, whether it's a business meeting, a coronation is a a once-in-a-lifetime thing. It's a serious thing. You're wearing footy socks. So you reckon he should be judged yeah. on what kind of socks he wears? Yeah. You see lawyers and, and all those people that have high-profile jobs all the time in those silly socks. Yeah. What's wrong with Rabideau socks? It's like all those silly socks, lightweights. No. All of them. No. No, I, I like them. Shows a no. bit of personality. No. Good conversation starter. No, what yeah, if you ran does. into David Beckham? No. He's like, have you seen my socks? No. Uh, yeah. And that's a great conversation starter. That was Albo, not David Beckham. He yeah. doesn't talk like that. <laughs> see, not for me. I, I don't want to be – I would feel if I was wearing a pair of footy socks to a business meeting or something, they're going to look at me and think, lightweight. But now, then, they may be right. Yeah, but it's not, it's not the footy socks that you wear up to your knees and you wrap tape no, around them. No, no, no. no I think, yes, yeah. it's, it's, un, it's unstatesmanlike. Hang on. Do footy players still use electrical tape to hold their socks up? I've not seen it in a long time. I think they've actually shortened the sock length. Have you seen that? They don't go up to the How knees anymore. How do they anymore. keep them up? I think there's a, a la, they're elasticized tighter. How, how long are we going to go and on about the footy sock wearing people and the people who love them? Electrical tape on their boots. You're on sock FM. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, not, like our fans, I know you don't like it, but our fans love wearing their footy gear. See, so, I got a problem with that too. If, you, if you're going to sit in the front row at Gallipoli or something, yeah, I don't think you should be wearing your footy shirt. That's what they died for. I'm more offended. No, they didn't die for that footy club. And those people wearing them don't necessarily represent that footy club. I don't think the footy club would be all that happy about it. I'm you reckon? Not, no. I'm okay, more offended by the people who wear the, the Ford or the Holden jackets to a wedding. That's not okay. Now, that's what I, but this is what I'm looking for. I, but if I, it was a Panthers anorak. I don't think I've yeah. ever been to a wedding with someone. We're fine Ford, with it. Yeah, yeah. Ford See, it's, it's not okay. I actually went to one like that in Canberra. I'm not kidding. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Place to do it. Um, one triple three five three. what event did you wear your footy jersey oh, too. Really? Yeah. That You're is, going to indulge this. Or, no, just, or just some sort of footy, footy merchandise. Gear. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where'd you wear your footy gear to? And you probably shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. What event did you wear uh, your footy paraphernalia to? That wasn't really the footy after uh, Anthony Albanese wore his South socks to the King's Coronation. Yeah. So have you just clarified that we all think that that's okay? I think that's okay. You yeah. think no, that's okay? I think no, it's okay. You cannot clarify that. I do oh. not think it's okay. I've had enough of your negativity and your attitude today. Really? Yes. It's a bit harsh. Two, uh, it was pretty harsh. <laughs> <laughs> Two out of three ain't bad. Hey, we win. Uh, let's go to one triple three five three. Troy is in grey stains. Uh, who was it? Good morning, guys. How are we going? Wonderful, really well. Troy. Uh, it was my uncle. He was a uh, passionate South supporter. Unfortunately, he passed away. So we all went to the funeral. Uh, we all support different sides in our family, and we all rocked on up in our jerseys for the funeral. Oh, oh nice. that's lovely. No yeah. one wore a suit? No one thought to <laughs> no suits. Did anyone own no, one? No, <laughs> no. Especially those random South guys. Oh, Madison, <laughs> Troy, there's nothing wrong with the random ones. Uh, what the about, random ones are the uh, fun ones. That is true. What Thank about you, you uh, Luigi, in Newport? Uh, who was it? Well, we uh, had my mother's funeral. Another and, funeral? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Funeral. <laughs> and uh, everyone wore the normal funeral tie, you know, suit and tie, yada, yada, yada. Did you show respect suit? Of yeah, course, yeah, you know. And then my cousin from Malabar, lovely bloke, rocked up in his South Sydney football jumper. Random Every South fan. And ruined the whole occasion. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought it was unreal. I, and my oh, sisters man. and everyone just went, look at that. That's disgusting. And I went up to him. I said, that's the best bit of gear that anyone could wear to a funeral. I said, oh, well done. Wow. Oh, I don't know. I think a funeral. I don't know if was you could clean? get away. Unless it's like an organised, like the um, Troy, everyone wears a jersey. Yeah. I don't know if you can do that. Did it have yeah. a collar? Was it one of the collared <laughs> South's jersey? Like the Smith's crisps? Or was it a and, TV and week? one of the skin tight ones that he, that's about no, three sizes too small for him. It was a traditional one with a white collar and the white rabbit on the front. Collared. Formal. Did, did he at least wear some beautiful trousers with it or did he just have nice some footy slacks. shorts? No, he had his thongs on underneath. Oh! Nice. <laughs> no. Nice. No. Uh, look, that, that's two out of three that's a funeral. What do you reckon this one's going to be? Uh, uh, it's odds on. Alex from North Rocks, uh, who wore the fo- the footy yeah. gear. What event was it? Uh, it was a funeral. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, the lady was a massive Paris supporter, so she was actually buried in her own jersey. The flowers that surrounded the casket were yellow and blue. And everyone that was a power supporter rocked up in their sort of jerseys and whatnot, attires and scarves and that. Wow. This is nice. See, I I can kind of tolerate that because it's a theme. But when you just rock up and everyone else is in a suit and you're in your your footy jersey. Mm. It makes me think, have you guys ever thought about your own funeral? Yeah, I've I've given a great thought. Have you you really? Because Because I haven't. I am am going to record, but when I know I'm going to snuff it, I am going (laughs) to record something where I say, I'm on the screen, I can see it now, and say, attention everybody, and everyone will sort of look, and I'll hold up my sheet, and I'll go, if any of these people are present in this (laughs) this church or wherever you're burying me, please Leave. leave now. And I will go through the list one by one, and I will have organised security uh, to escort them out. There'd be no one left. I just love <laughs> There'd be no one left. That's bitter. what I'm doing. I love that you're bitter till the very very end. end. Anyone in a footy jersey may stay. No, <laughs> oh, no, I'm they're out of there. The list. Ah, no. And after all those people, which I've named by name, if you happen to be wearing a footy jersey, thongs, 
or, you know, you hear commando, right? you can leave too. Oh, oh goodness. Right? Okay, I wasn't going to go commando to your funeral, but <laughs> may now. Uh, obviously, that caller of the day is going to be Luigi from Newport, the Rabbitohs jumper with thongs, oh, when there was the no theme <laughs> at the you funeral. Know, we had a board full of people, and they were all, all funerals. funerals. <laughs> There's a bit of everything Lots in of every callers. Red Rooster mega box. The Rooster's calling you to try a mega box at Red Rooster today. Ken, we're going to play Keep or Cull after 11 o'clock. What the hell is that? Where you're going to have to stick around you to know, find Prince. out. Yeah. Wonderful guitarist, you know. Wonderful guitarist. He's one of the best. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I agree with you. Yeah. But I, a lot of people just think he just, you know, sang and danced around. Thanks, no, Richard. No. My days just got a lot better because of that. Yeah, now we know. Mm. Now there's, we know. There's a minute of your life you will never get back. <laughs> he stole a bit of his music. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. I don't know if Who that's going to offend fans. Uh, like a lot of session musicians that would come in and they'd put down some licks and things like that and he'd be like, yoink. Yeah. Well, it worked for him, didn't it? Didn't it? Absolutely. Hey, I'm just, I'm just spitting facts. I'm a Prince okay. fan. There's no aspersions. I'm nothing. a Prince fan. I like Prince too. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Thanks. <laughs> uh, he looked good in purple. He started this. Looked real good in purple. What's your favorite color? Oh, uh, no. Not quick, purple. Quick. What's your okay. favorite color? Uh, We're having that sort of day. We're having that sort of day. Calories. She's she's panicked. She Why can't think I of a favourite colour. Because I don't really have one. I, th- I, I like orange, but it's not my favourite. Good it's, stuff. Stop. We're better for it. Stop. stop. Yeah, you know what I'm doing. <laughs> Just move on. Okay. It's that Doombin 10,000 day. Uh, we're going to get your best of the day. Yes. Uh, Racing-wise, the main meeting of the day is in Scone in our state. Yes, and... Uh, I got a couple of runners in Scone, but I don't think I don't think I'll be tipping one of mine. But I do want to tip it to run a place, so I got to tip the winner in that race, and um, I'm going to tip Demiana. Okay. In that race, I think that's race number four on the card. And what's it paying, Richard? And that's Demiana's we- playing three seventy, but it's easing a little bit, so Sorry. it might get out to four dollars. And I like we've got a thing in it called Amatuba, which although she's first up and she probably doesn't fight as well first up as she does a little later in a prep. I think she'll run very well. So maybe you can throw her in a trifecta with Demiana and a couple of others and get a dollar out of that race four at Scone today. Okay. And the Doom at 10,000, the big race of the day. Now I love the winter carnival. Up well, there all, in the, all the horses I love now it. move to, to Brisbane That's for right. the big races. Yeah. Because... I've got a horse running in this. What? I know. Yes. I know. I do. Centrify. Well, actually I don't. Dave David does. does. I yeah. just pay the By bills. By association, you yes. have a horse yeah. running. Yeah. And it's 100 to 1. Well, you've got to be in it to win it, don't you? Of course you, you do. Stranger things have happened. Can I tell you about my greatest day no, ever? No, no, you can't. Can I tell <laughs> no, you? No, no, because <laughs> I... Shut down by Richard. No. Okay, sorry. Can I tell you, no Candice, about my great... bad punting story. Can I tell you? This is the greatest punting oh, story. Do you want to hear about my greatest day I'll ever, Candice? If it's quick. It'll be really quick. Go. Doombin 10,000. Nature Strip was paying $1.40. I said, I like the Bostonian coming over from New Zealand. Never lost first up because it was first up paying $71. Bang. Led from start to finish. $71 pop. Got up. Beat a $1.40 favourite. Okay. Do so you know, who do you like do in you that Do you know race? how many times I've got to walk into a pub and have someone tell me <laughs> that story? <laughs> right? Not that particular one. But, but that's a know. fun story. That's a fun okay. story. For you. Right, Did um, you not I, enjoy it? Giga Kick is going to win that race. <laughs> By the way. Kick a kick with a leg in the air. A dollar eighty. Yeah, he's going to win. Odds on. Yeah. Right? And throw in centre fire into your trifectas. Okay. Could happen. It could happen. Could Listen, happen. I'd, if it wins, it wins. I hope it does win. I hope mm. it wins. It's a very good. It's chance pretty it exciting won. having yeah. a horse in a good race. I bet. I've never had that feeling. I, I look forward to having. I that probably feeling. won't be watching it because I'll be at the footy. You'll watch when you get a really good one. Okay. Do you yeah, need to watch I the footy? I promise you, that you'll do that. 
you know, it, I'm, I'm it, taking my family out to... Are you expecting a drubbing or do you reckon there'll, there'll be a little ambush from the Tigers? I won't be an easy game. I think I Tigers, agree. they've won the last two. They'll be looking for three. Mm. Apicorosau against uh, Damien Cook for that, see, uh, that number nine. See, the Tigers think it's possible. See those Panthers last night? We beat them. Yeah. So they're thinking they can get you. Mm. Yeah. It'll but be a good game. I think it will be as well. When talking sport 24-7 is barely enough. Did you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Unbelievable. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. This has been a uh, statewide push to ban abusive sideline fans and parents from all uh, levels of sport uh, right across the state, Candace Warner. Yeah, New South Wales, they're pushing to ban abusive sideline fans, parents, so violent and abusive behaviour at local and children's sporting matches could see parents uh, slapped with lifetime bans across all levels of the game, so including stadiums and grassroots sporting grounds. Um, so, and, and it doesn't even mean that if you're at an NRL game that it would be an NRL, like if you're at a kids rugby league match that it would be at an NRL game. It could mean um, inc- A-League, AFL matches, any level of sport. Yeah, that's right. And, of course, um, follows the uh, the Bankstown referee that was punched uh, in a local match, uh, kicked, punched, uh, broke his draw yep. um, in Sydney Southwest. I, th- I think it's a good move. I'm sure I've heard this before. Mm. I'm sure I've heard this exact same thing. Might be years ago now. Before. I thought they were already banned. No, but this is a push to ban them from all sports. Um, from any levels, from you know your grassroots to, mm. to the next level, to anything. So if you're abusive on the sideline at the 12-year-old, the under 12s, yep. you're barred from every NRL match No, not well. just NRL. It's no, AFL uh, matches. Uh, everything. everything. The, the cricket, the, the lot. The cricket, you name it. You're on stadiums, a blacklist. You're on a blacklist. How are they yep. going to enforce that? Well, that, that's the big issue, and that's probably why they've never I mean, been able to. It's all very well to make statements like this. Oh, we're going to ban them. How are you going to do it? I don't good know. Question. A very, very. No, it's good a great question, question. I would have thought, but I think it's an important move as well. It's symbolic. Well, it made it made me lose the love of soccer. I was playing at a you know, don't make fun. Of it, I was playing at a pretty high level when I was fifteen, right? At we, what? At soccer, right? And oh, that's right. You were probably. We went to the state championships in Tumut, the dream, <laughs> <laughs> and we were playing there. I was really quick, really quick as a kid. And I'll never forget, I'm what, 32 now. I still remember this very vividly, running up and down the sidelines really quick, um, skidding them. Their their coach yells out, and he was serious, break his legs. Break his legs. I'm a 15-year-old kid. Disgraceful. You've got to remember that these, from from the younger levels and grades, the coaches, the referees, the the sideline people, the umpires, they're all voluntary. And the fact that That's they right. have to get abused every single week is not okay. There are people out there who cannot control themselves. Mm. They, they, they just, I, I see it at race meetings, people who cannot control themselves. They're disappointed. They wanted a different result and they just can't control themselves. I, I feel sorry for them. I feel sorry for the kids. I feel uh, their parents No one's getting injured like at this. a race course except adults, like, you know, tra- mm. hard, r- crusty old trainers and, and, you know, rock hard jockeys. They don't care. But when you're talking about children, this it's it's just disgraceful that they can't control themselves in front of children no. or about children. And when when you start sport, or I've got three kids, it's all about having fun. And these parents are taking the fun away for their kids. Absolutely, and that's incredibly disappointing. Absolutely, and so the onus needs to be on the club as well, the local club. You know what sort of patrons you have at your club, and if they're not up to scratch, then they need to be 
culled from the club. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. I, I just wonder, you know, if, it's, 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 it's a nice idea. Yeah. You're going to ban them from all sports. Yeah. But the practicality of that is... It seems impossible. Yeah, no, I understand. Bit but, of symbolism. Yeah, though. but it is something that we they need to address. Yeah. And at least they're doing. It. At least they're trying. Yes. Right. Well, at least if you catch some of those people in there, if there must be a penalty, then if they do attend one, you say, okay, now you're going to get charged with something. Hundred percent. That might deter them somewhat. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. All the big names. Big names. I'd like to hear some more opinions. Strong opinions. Just be careful of splinters if you choose to sit on the fence. Imagine the splinters. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Sports update very shortly, but we're flying this up the flagpole first. Could be a recurring segment. Who knows? It's called Keep or Cull. Uh, ideas or concepts in the world of sport that need to be reviewed. Perhaps they're controversial. Perhaps it's something you just specifically don't like. Uh, you can raise it here. The beauty is we'll always get a majority because there's three of us. Yes. So it will be kept or it will be culled, at least on this show. All right. Okay. Who wants to kick things off? I will. Great. We love that. I would like to see the golden point go. So what? NRL golden point NRL go. golden point. They fought point. hard to get that in. Yeah. They but did. Look, I know the media love it and there's... I love it. But I think... Look, whoever wins the toss prior to extra time beginning has a massive advantage and sometimes the team that loses doesn't even get an opportunity to touch the ball. I agree with I you. Think and I think it's really unfair. It needs to be extra time, however many points you score within that time wins. I just you, don't you, like the golden point at all. You know what would be more fun? Do it like soccer. Everyone's got to line up and try and kick a goal. Yeah. <laughs> Something. You'd be seeing some of them kick it along the ground. Take it 10 metres out each time. <laughs> I just think it's... Really unfair. Mm. Or keep golden point, but the team uh, that is losing at that moment gets one more set, one more crack at it. Or if they haven't touched the ball, at least yeah, one crack. Because that's I, getting a bit complicated. No, I know, but it is. It's, 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 it's a, inherently it's un unfair. It's an unfair system. Whoever wins the toss and um, gets the ball first, basically... They're big boys. They get it. No, but it's it's. It, it is good fun, isn't it? I, I it like is it. good fun. I like the tension. Well, look, look this year when um, Newcastle and the Panthers played. Yeah. I mean, I just think that was. I was happy with that result. Well, of course you were, <laughs> but I just think it just Newcastle were the better team for most of the game, and then obviously Nathan Cleary gets the ball. <laughs> the Ice Man. Yeah, and I'm he, keeping it. it. What are you doing, Richard? I'm keeping it. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, of course you were going to gang up I'm on me. sorry, Candace. Oh, That's course. what you get for leading the charge. All right. We appreciate your thoughts, though. Yeah. Um, Richard, what do you like? What do you got? Get rid of touchies. Touch judges. No, touchies oh. are obsolete now. Oh. You've got to get technology to do everything that they do. No way. But they, well, oh. they're, they're judging on forward passes what are you and gonna, what are they're missing do? them. Or calling them so incorrectly every match. A, a drone would do a better job than a Something. touchy. Some sort no. of tech. There's, there's people, we put a man on the moon in the 70s. Did we? Was it yeah, the 60s? She doesn't believe it. That's, that's, that's a bad argument for Candice. I'm not agreeing with you, Richard. I like when the touchies get barreled over too, you know, when there's a little something happening in the corner and then they're like, ah, and they fall oh, down and their flag they should goes come flying. out in a clown car and like eight of them should get Why out not? of a little car. Bit of comic as well. relief. They're a good punching bag for the uh, players as well. No touchies. No touchies? No, no touchies. No. Yeah, I'm keeping them too, Ken. Oh, oh, of course you are. I want to keep them. Yeah. Uh, this has been a really successful segment so yeah. far. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> you're enjoying this? Yeah. Great. I, I'm voting against whatever it is you're about yeah, to I say. I bet you are. <laughs> I hate the short line dropout. The short line dropout in the NRL, it slows the game down. I it, love it. Oh. Um, 
I don't. It doesn't bother. I've actually got another one, but we can do that next week. It's so risky. Yeah, hang on to yours. Hang on. It's it slows the game. The the attacking team should be rewarded. Yours has already been culled, so don't don't. Go it on. hasn't been culled. No, we haven't no, asked culled. Candice yet. You've culled it, but I haven't asked Candice yet. I actually yet. don't care. No, no, you it. have to cull. All, you don't all care things. for the. No, I I doesn't. I don't mind it. Oh. So I won't cull that. You, okay. So we've culled nothing. <laughs> we've achieved zero this yeah. morning. I mean, it was a fun segment, but we did achieve nothing. Nothing. Can I tell you what I think we should also cull? Did we have time? Is yeah. it Richard? Because he's sitting right there. The scrum, the NRL scrum. Yeah, actually. That is so pointless. Just play the ball. Just play the ball. Well, you've got to gather the, it's part of the game. You've got to gather the players into a small space so that you can open up the, you know, it's options for attack. It's pointless though, because yeah. if, even if the other team wins the scrum, they give the ball back to, the ref goes, nah, whoop. Give the ball back to <laughs> the other whistle. team. Yeah. I'm culling the scrum. Yes. Yes. Are you, I'm, we're culling the scrum. Yeah. doesn't matter what, what you think. What are you going to replace it with? Play the ball. Yeah. You're not listening to people cull. Yes. <laughs> play the ball's fine. They're playing the ball now anyway. It goes out. They play it on the, on the 10 meter line. That's a bit dull. Because no, it rhymes with cull. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Is that why you've gone it's with a, it? It's a, it's a dull cull. <laughs> nice. That's right. Uh, Candice Warner, the arbiter of this one. Who have you chosen this week? This week, it's Jason Tatum from the Boston Celtics. Um, so he had a big fourth quarter that's basically kept Boston alive against the 76ers. Uh, he outscored the Sixers by himself in the final period to help Boston seal a 95-86 to 86 victory. So um, he only he becomes the fifth player in the past 20 years to outscore another team in the fourth quarter of an mm. elimination game. So... Huge effort. He had a Barry Crocker the first three quarters as well. That That's what makes it so impressive, I think. Can I pitch another one? You may. I reckon Tom Slingsby. You know the sailor? He yep. just won the Sail GP, which is like the Formula One of sailing for the third consecutive time. He's like the he's like the driver's champion. Sailor of the week. <laughs> I love it. Okay. okay. No, I like right. it. No, I enjoy no. it. I see. <laughs> Move on. No. I'm supporting you. Are you not? Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. All the big names. Big names. I'd like to hear some more opinions. Strong opinions. Just be careful of splinters if you choose to sit on the fence. Imagine the splinters. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Rusty's Motorsport Update. For Bendix, Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. That's right, we love him. You can hear him anytime on the Rusty's Garage podcast on the Listener app, completely free. L-I-S-T-N-R is how you spell it. Greg Russ, good morning. Good morning. How are we all? Wonderful, my man. We're all here. Bit of, bit of, <laughs> have to be. A bit of mail going around about uh, Daniel Ricciardo having a seat fitting. I like the idea of this for the uh, sister Red Bull team. What's that about and is there a chance he'll race this year? Uh, well, I mean, I, I, the heart says I'd love to see this happen. But they're they're moving to hose down this um, this morning. I think it's a bit of pressure being applied through the media uh, or the press. So Nick DeVries, who races for the Alpha Tauri team, who kind of wowed everybody with a couple of guest appearances in different teams last year, um, and that sort of hurriedly saw Alpha Tauri go, we've got to get this guy. He's had a difficult start to the 2023 year, and one of the the top men at, uh, at at Red Bull uh, Helmet Marco is is saying he's got to improve. So all of a sudden we're hearing about a potential seat fitting for, for Dan Ricciardo. So um, would be cool to see him um, behind the wheel once again, but I reckon this is about keeping the pressure on that young man in there at yes. the moment. Yeah. They, they'd be sitting there thinking, how do we ramp up the pressure on this dude? And, they, and someone <laughs> say, 
Get a seat fitting for Danny. Mm. That'll that'll stir him up. <laughs> Sounds fun though, yeah. a seat fitting. Yeah, it's not like a dress fitting, I don't know. No, I know, but yeah, you but get dress your... fittings aren't that fun either. No. Aren't this they? is cool. No, they're not. Really? How well, does not a dress you, fitting? Not go? when you get a pin stuck in you or you the yeah. zipper co- No, it's this not one, fun. This your, one your cheeks are being nestled like beautifully. That's what you <laughs> That's what you want in your life, isn't it? All that's, right, let's that's, get back to Now, that's why a mental picture I can now not unsee. I can't unsee it now. <laughs> Rusty, the supercars are in Tassie next week, but they're making some noise again about trying to do this deal to race in Singapore alongside the G- GP. Um, is this just a pipe dream, or can you actually see this happening? I think there are other things that need to be tackled first. So, for example, they don't have a race now across the ditch in New Zealand, and there is a huge heartland over there of people that love the sport. We should be getting that squared away. It would look really cool, right? Those fire-breathing cars on the streets of Singapore at dusk when they're turning on the lights there. Cool city, an amazing uh, race. But I just worry about where this would lead to because Singapore are so good with that event at changing it up, making it better all the time. What would it be? Maybe one or two-year appearance and then they're on to the, the next thing. They need something here with a bit of bit of longevity that would be be more than that. And as I say, I think there's things closer to home that need to be focused on right now. Um, now, you know I like security guys because 90% of them are really good people doing a great job, some of them voluntarily, not even paid. So, But you get the odd one that wants to, you know, pull on the the medals. They've got a God, uh, God complex. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think I saw one at the Miami Grand Prix, didn't I, when uh, someone wanted to speak to Roger Federer, Rusty? This was bloody disgraceful. So the legend, Sir Jackie Stewart, who's a many-time world champion, who does, who's done unbelievable things for safety in our sport, he is a, a proper gentleman who does so much for the game. He was doing some, some TV stuff um, and in the course of that said, hey, would you like me to go and get Roger Federer more or less and bring him into the conversation? And as he wandered over to do it, the security tried to stop him talking to Roger. Um, he, he, he sort of sidestepped the security, got it done. Roger, as always, was very supportive, very giving. It was just a stupid set of circumstances that should never have been allowed. No. Well, probably the guy's been told, don't you let anyone near Roger. You know, he's a star. Uh, and he, I, I, I know there's lots of A-listers there, and it was a, a massive deal. There's so many big names there from sport and music and movies and whatever else. But, but seriously, seriously, someone should have said, listen, this bloke here, you know, he, he is part of the fabric of our sport, and, and don't don't stop him. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, you know, trying to approach Candace. Oh, oh it's tough, isn't it? Yeah. The yeah. amount of times oh, yeah. I've tried to go up Blah. to her. I'm on her show. Yeah. I do things. No, it's, it's more just you, Richard. <laughs> if I see you out, I just make sure that there's someone close by I can say, just block that yeah, man. That Not is if true. I see you first. I have heard of that edict. Uh, Greg Russ, thank you so much for your time. We'll uh, talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. I'm... We do it all thanks to Bendix Breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. We've had fun. Has your mood turned around somewhat? Oh, Richard? yeah. Yeah. Because okay. there's no, I mean, let's... Somewhat. Yeah. Behind, let's peek behind I the curtain. I was never in a bad mood. You said when we when you got here, I'm in a foul mood. And That's been, a quote. And I've been in a foul mood for, for 48, 48 hours. hours. <laughs> you don't understand. That's off air. No, I understand no. that, which has made its way on air. And now I'm asking you because I care about your well-being. Are you feeling better after being in the yeah. room with these two fun legends? Massively. Great. Yeah. You did win the quiz. Yeah, I won the quiz. That's, that never happens because you're usually really bad at that. And you're yeah. going to be going hypercarding. Thanks for that. Yeah, right. Yeah, hypercarding. Whatever that is. Whatever that is. Sounds good, though. Yeah. Yeah. It is good. Okay. Move Let, on. Let's, let's end with a bit it. of fun, shall yes. we? <laughs> <laughs> Where you thrive. <laughs> now you're going to hear about it.
Richard's List of Grievances. I hate hotels. <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I just don't want to stay in any more of them. Okay. Because you know why? Why? Because all I can think about is how much other people's DNA is in that room yeah. and in that bed and on everything. Mm. I reckon if you went into a hotel room with a black light. Oh, don't do that. Yeah. Yuck. Oh, no, I reckon no. it would light up like a Christmas tree. Oh. <laughs> It'd be on the ceiling, on the curtains. It'd be everywhere. <laughs> People's DNA and, you know, sk- flakes of skin mm. and other body fluids everywhere. So are you accusing the hotels of not It's impossible to clean them. Mm. You couldn't clean that stuff out of them. You'd have to go in with a hazmat suit and, you know, steam clean the room after everybody's been in it. It's actually a good point. How often do they change the mattresses or even flip them over in these hotels? Don't ask that question. That's a good question. No, it's not a a good good question. question. Because eventually you'll have to stay in a hotel and that's all you'll think about. You'll focus on that. When did they last flip this mattress? Do you ever wonder how it got on the curtains? Uh, Oh... That don't bring. See now. See, obviously you're a contributor. Exactly. <laughs> but just exactly. say that. To the curtain stains. Yeah. And don't. I, I drink out of the glasses, and I think, how long's that glass you're been a bad sitting shot. there? <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> I hate hotels too, Richard. God, clearly. That's just. She said that. Not no, me. I know. Surprisingly, it's Dead Set Legends <laughs> on Triple M. We'll catch you next week.